Uh. So my peoples one time. What up, what up, what up? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the ATI Squizard Cross the Intersection Podcast. This is AJ and we got a little, we got a skeleton crew this week. I'm in here with A Swish. As always, you can ingest this wonderful podcast on iTunes and Apple Podcasts and Spotify, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and the Clouds of Sound. Wherever you ingest those podcasts is where you can get us. If you are on that Apple platform, I need to get some stars up off you. Can I get them up off you? Let me get that five-star review. We would really, really appreciate that. Helps to push us up to the top of the charts. Anyway, you can hit us up on the socials uh, at Dive Media One, right? No, no, shoot, at Dive. I should know my, I, I should know my own handles. Goodness gracious, uh, we on the gram at Dive underscore Media. Jesus, at Dive underscore Media on Instagram and Twitter. At across this, man, I had a brain fart for a minute. At across this, and I'm on all socials at Divinimus, D-I-V-E-N-O-M-O-U-S. And y'all know y'all can get that cans and them strings together if you want to holler at your boy A Sizzle over there. Get your smoke signals ready because he's out there looking. He's out there looking in the clouds. Um, so we just got a little abbreviated show. Man, we got a whole lot of stuff going on on the personal tip. So you know, sometimes yeah. you gotta you gotta kind of chop gotta chop things down. So yeah, yeah, my fault. I was uh, it sounded like you kind of sneaked this to me, and uh, <laughs> I, caught, I caught the I, I picked up the sneak this, and so now I was just like reading about some of these uh, slow uh, little joint that popped off. Little, I was dry snitching on the fact that you don't keep the socials. I was dry snitching. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, now y'all yeah. know that uh, Eva's out this week. She's out celebrating her fam at a little reunion. So y'all, you know, y'all can hit her up. You know, she's on the tweeters all the time if you want to get at Eva. But she's out this week, so we just gonna hold it dizzle and keep it moving. Um, this week we got a couple things, not too much, but we know that y'all was just dying to hear our voice. We know the people out there salivate. Y'all salivate for that ATI. Yeah. Y'all need that ATI fix. So we figure, you know what, we can jump on here and give you a little little appetizer this week. This won't be the the full course meal. But anyway. Yeah. Anywho, it's funny, right before we started recording, y'all, um, A was just reading a couple articles articles. It's a lot of mass shootings out here, people. Yeah. People yeah, out here yeah, wilding. Man. Yeah, it was uh three in the past uh eight days, nine yeah, days, man. three Crazy. reported. Um as far as now we know. You know, within the so-called black community, there are shootings that happen, you know, every day, twice on Sunday, unfortunately. Uh, I thought but, it was no dope on Sundays, man. Come on. <laughs> no, you, you've, been watching, <laughs> you've been watching The Wire too much. Right. Yeah. Sunday is a truce day uh, up until uh, Stringer Bell uh, broke the truce, unfortunately. Right. And that, that, that really pissed off uh, um, Omar because, uh, you know, he was taking his grandmama to church and messed up her hat you know she dropped the hat it was messed up but anyway anyway that was season three that was that was that was season three uh anyway because that's when they introduced marlo but anyway anyway keep it keep it pushing uh yeah 
about what nine days, eight days, eight days. Uh, there was a Gilroy Garlic Festival that happened in California, Gilroy, California. There was the uh, El Paso Walmart shooting where um, 15 people passed away. I think in the Gilroy Garlic Festival, two people died and there was a collection of injuries. Um, in in uh, two people and then I think the um, that doesn't include the uh, the assailant or killer. I think he, I think he ended up dying as well. Then the El Paso Walmart shooting. There was 15, I believe, I saw that passed away. That right. died. Um, that were killed. And then, or murdered, rather. And then there were, um, then uh, in Dayton, Ohio, um, just this morning, just this morning at 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, or Eastern Time. For those of you who don't know what this morning is, today is August the 4th, 2019. So this is yeah. all going down like yeah. back to back so, to back to back. Yeah, August 3rd was the uh, El, Paso the El Paso Walmart. Train, and then yeah. August 4th, just after midnight. So that person was probably got word of what took place and you know carried out their- And still got busy. Initiative or initiatives. Yeah, and um, you know, that was in Dayton, Ohio at this t- club or bar called Newcomb's Tavern. Mm. And um, Hey, let yeah, me ask you a question. I, so where do you fall on on the whole gun debate? Are you in line with our president that says it should be more people that's armed in these <laughs> kinds of situations? Or yeah. are you on are, are you on the side of our liberal friends that say, no, 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 we just need more gun control? Right, right, right. Well, you know, my brother, uh, I have to say that um, that that argument and those conversations uh, don't include me because <laughs> those the, that that is the you know that is the dialectic of a regime that uh is on top of me right now so you know so um, either side of the argument doesn't really matter to oa well well i'll say this i will say this that um the state of maryland has the strictest gun laws in the country i believe no, I think D.C. is stricter than Maryland. Well, D- Maryland's a state. Oh, okay, so, okay, okay. You know, the strictest gun laws in, as, out of all 50 states. And there are some, if you, gun law is the kind of thing where if you are unfamiliar with um, a, uh, a firearm and all of that, like, then it becomes this great uh it becomes this great lightning rod of uh, a debate i mean really on both sides but um the fact that the matter is is that um you can the the laws that are put together the laws that are implemented are law are, are, are laws are only followed by law abiding citizens right the the lawless don't really care for laws no yeah. no they don't and and the problem is is that for political points uh many politicians try to satiate and, and try to try to satiate the appetites of um their districts by saying things that seem like they make sense in order to get votes and the thing is is that you can <laughs> you can you can try to punish people up to a million years if they're if if they're ready to die you know then they're going to die it does not your your punishment your quote unquote punishment 
uh, does not affect them one bit because many people move outside the law. So if they go and they already have a piece, if they grab a piece and you are now restricted to not grab a piece because you are law abiding, then really what the state is doing is making a bunch of sitting ducks. And that's what happens, unfortunately. I just find it, you know, I just find it interesting. I'll I'll just say this, because Maryland is one of of the strictest states. I actually just quickly looked it up. The Mm -hmm. only states that are stricter are the some of the most liberal states in the union. So you got New York, Massachusetts, California, okay, and um, Connecticut. I mean, you know, all you know, blue states. Yeah. Um, but Maryland's like in the top ten. Maryland's like in the top yeah. top yeah. seven. And ironically enough, those states are a lot a lot of where mass shootings and terrorism take place. Um, you know, you had the you had the mass shootings that took place. Mass shootings took place in um. Uh, 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 Connecticut. Yeah, at, at, the, at that elementary school. Yeah, yep, at the elementary school. You have the Boston Marathon bombing. Uh-huh. New York, you name it. You'll run out of fingers and toes, you know. Literally, figuratively and literally. In, yeah, in New York, in California, I mean, you've had many shootings. I mean, I can think of two right now. The Gil, the, Gar- the Gilroy Garlic Festival. I mean, a lot of stuff. And then also the San Bernardino um, shooting that took place. And then... Um, uh, what was the other one? I mean, that's you know, there are other states, but those like lead the pack basically. Yeah, I just don't, you know, I I think it's it it's. it's I mean, it's, it's Texas like, and it's Florida. Yeah, as well. those those gun control laws. I'm not sure because to to your point, and I I agree, those things are only going to impact law-abiding citizens, and you yeah. know, f- there are lawless people in every state. You know, what I mean, whether it's a state that's open carry, like our, you know, our across the river here in, in Virginia. For those of yeah. you who don't know, we in the DMVZ. And it's like two different worlds. Like if, if if you're in Maryland, it's strict gun laws. But if you go in Virginia, them cats got open carry. And so I've seen cats over there when I'm over there because I do th- a lot of things for work over there. It's like the wild, wild west out there. Dre. Dudes sometimes, like, you, like you'll, you'll come across people every once in a while like who's walking around with a piece. It's like that. Right. You yeah, know, and, and, so. and the thing is, the thing is, is that because I don't want to, I, you know, um, people, people, when they hear that kind of thing, they're like, oh, my gosh, like that, like these people are troglodytes or these people are so terrible. And I mean, yeah, some are, but a lot aren't. Right. You exactly. Know? And 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 the thing is, is that what what in, in the state of Maryland, let's let, like let's just make it practical what strict gun laws mean. Basically, what that means is. If someone breaks into your house, like, you know, if someone breaks into your house in the state of Maryland, uh, you cannot defend yourself. Um, you cannot provide any kind of lethal uh, defense. Deterrent, that yeah. person, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot provide any kind of lethal defense. You can't, de- you cannot defend yourself lethally, which means that the person could very much die based on what you do. You can um, lethally incapacitate them. You cannot do that if that person trespasses unless you can prove that your life was in danger. Right. And part of the part of the stipulation of, of, of proving within the court of law in the state of Maryland that your life is in danger is if is if um, the person is within 21 feet. So you very you very much can have a firearm in your home, but if that person, if you if you shoot that person, even if that person survived, you can still get sued because it, it could have killed them. Like you threaten that person's life if you shoot that person. And so um, they have to be within 21 feet and you have to prove that your life was in 
uh, danger. So that means that now we know a bullet can go past 21 feet. So if a person is in your house, and even if that person had a gun, you still would have to prove that that person was trying to Right. Threat. Well, I mean, they they don't want cats, you know, up trying to snipe at somebody, you know, from you know, up upstairs and you sniping at them. So I mean, I get the intent. I mean, and I think just sometimes those those things when they try to implement them have you know unexpected consequences. So you get people who don't defend themselves because of those strict gun laws, regardless of the individual coming into your crib armed, you know, trying to do bodily harm to you and your family. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't I don't I would say that that I agree with you to the point that I don't fall on either side because I think that you know no two situations are exactly the same. Um I have my handgun carry license. I'll just keep it a hundo and um you know do yeah. do, do what we got to do to get it done, you know what I'm saying? Well, see, the, yeah, and the thing is is that this is not like everything falls into uh, this 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 whole thing is spiritual. You know, this whole thing is spiritual. This entire, entire, entire battle is spiritual because the bottom line is, is that if you implement stricter, quote unquote, gun control laws, then what, what that means is that that still doesn't deal with the issue, right? That, that people, pe- people, will, uh, people will utilize other uh, machinations in order to get their point across. Hence, hence many of the stabbings that take place in both the UK or England and also in Japan. Yeah. So the, it, it, it's, it's the person, it's not the, it's not the weaponry. And, and then on top of that, and then on top of that, um, the, the, if you go fully to the other side and everybody is strapped up, then everybody's strapped up. Like, and if everybody's strapped to, up, then nobody's strapped up. Yeah. Well, no, I wasn't going to say that. If every, I mean, that's one way of putting it, but the other way is that your life, you're putting your life in other people's hands and you can, you can be somewhere and every, you know, everybody is loaded up. And so now the question is, is that, do you trust the people that are around you that you're going to be able to move and function or, you know, in the same manner that they have to trust you to not grip up and let it fly. You have to trust them. And so if there is a breakdown in society, where people do not trust each other, then either way you're going to get the same result, and that's going to be a whole bunch of people dying. It doesn't matter if you have if you if you uh, you know make these quote unquote gun laws stricter, which they're like I said, they're already pretty freaking strict. So you know it's a sin problem. That's that that is the that is the huge 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 issue that um, you know oh, these uh, people um, do not want to deal with. Yeah, because if you deal with that, then you have to acknowledge the unseen God. You know, if <laughs> if you say it's a sin problem, then the next question is, well, who is the sin against? Well, the sin is against the unseen God whom you choose to ignore, <coughs> who you who you choose to ignore on a consistent basis. So, yeah, and I, I mean, that that part, that's that's the unwritten truth that no one wants to deal with. I mean, laws are created for the lawless you know laws are made for the lawless and the law like the scripture even says about the old the the law of the old testament it says the law was righteous it says it it is we who were unrighteous right so 
Christ comes to fulfill the law. So, I mean, laws are made with good intent, but it is people who are unrighteous. No, yeah, and, and that's correct. And to be clear about when you say law, laws are made for the lawless, um, the what I get from what you're saying, correct me if I'm wrong, because before we said that, you know, the laws don't abide laws, but the, the point is, is that the reason why the law is created is to draw the line and separate who's who. Exactly. You, in, in order to find out who is lawless, exactly. you have to create a law. Exactly. And, 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 exactly. And so the lawless do not abide the laws. <laughs> exactly. You don't, you'll find out very quickly who's lawless once you create a law. And, and, and it's very clear. Oh, wait a minute. Right. This group of people do exactly. not abide by laws in general. So, you know, it, they, yes. are, they, they are lawless. So I think it, more, yeah. more gun control laws, again, though they have good intent, this, this is not to say that gun control laws, the intentions of them are not genuine. We understand that people don't want to see mass shootings and murder and homicide and all that stuff. So they, so they think that more, more laws are the solution. But you've already identified people. You like the law; it fulfilled its purpose. It's already identified the people who are lawless. <laughs> like, so we now know. Okay, these individuals are are the lawbreakers. Yeah, Making and- more laws to reinforce a point that you already know. I'm not sure it is going to achieve the intended well, solution that they think. It, well, let me say this. You know, and I'm I'm gonna say this. And then I guess we can move on to the next joint. I, I also want to throw about how to throw out how Tariq Nasheed got banned uh, from um, from the UK. Oh, you about to time to cape for your boy. <laughs> but I wanted to say I wanted to say that um, the 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 I want to say that when we think that these politicians, any celebrity, in mass, not individuals, but in mass, right, in macro mass, level, yeah. On a macro level, right, the industry, if we actually think that these people that we see that are running for these positions to a large level really want to change things, then we are the ones that are deceived. They do not because they are career politicians, just like in career celebrities. Um, By definition, they need big groups of people to stand on top of and the only way the only way you can do that is to pander that means to lie they have to lie so they have to pretend that they care about you the individual on a microscopic level but in order for them to not be at your level to be levels above you they have to lie in order to preserve their position so they i i would i would go on to say that many of these politicians many 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 of them many of them many of them many of them don't care any which way about mass shootings Many of them, unless it affects their line or their seed or somebody that they know. Many of them view it as the cost of doing business. Oh, yeah. I would agree with that because, I mean, for for those of you who heard that and said, no, I don't agree with that, I would like to answer and ask you, what would those politicians do if everyone started obeying the laws (laughs) and all of their constituents who depend on law enforcement lose their jobs because that in, because the industry because that industry now becomes no longer needed it's null and yeah. void so there are there are a segment there is a segment of the populace who actually needs lawless people to continue to be lawless because their livelihood and their careers depend upon it so but speaking of 
gun toters and lawless individuals, we did want to just kind of throw this out there before we jump off today. So up in Ohio, there was a there was a situation that that took place up up in Ohio this uh, about two weeks ago. It was on um, like second week of July, like July 17th, where a Lucas County it's Lucas County, Ohio, a Lucas County deputy. His name is Alan Gaston. He walked into the local IRS office um, mm. to ask a routine question. I'm reading an Inside Edition article, by the way. And the reason I'm reading an Inside Edition article is not necessarily a publication I normally read, but they had a video interview of the actual deputy. Um, and so I wanted to watch him um, being interviewed. They actually interviewed him about the situation. But anyway, uh, Deputy Gaston, he goes to the local IRS office to ask some routine questions. He was stopped by a security guard. For those of you who don't know, federal buildings, they have um, federal, they, the federal government contracts with um, security companies to do protection of their building. So no, no matter what state it's in, you're going to have a federally contracted security guard. Now, they're not, they're not police. They are security guard companies, but they're armed security guards, just to kind of give you all a backdrop who don't understand how um, some federal agencies handle their security. Right. So this security guard stops Deputy Gaston and told him to remove his gun before he could come into the building. Well, Deputy Gaston said that he, he replied and said he cannot do that because he is in uniform. He said, I cannot remove my weapon while I'm in uniform. Right. I guess it must be against you know protocol for Lucas right. County um, sheriffs and um, sheriff's illegal. office. It might be illegal, exactly. I don't I don't know. So Gaston said that rather than continue that interaction, he turned around and walked away. He said he couldn't do that. Um, I cannot take off my firearm while I'm in uniform. And so he turned around and walked away. And at that point, the security guard, again, like I told you all, federal security guards, they are armed. These are not rent cops with flashlights. That security guard pulls out his weapon and aims it at the deputy and follows him to the elevator because um, he came up to the office in the elevator lobby. Um, he follows him out with his weapon on him. And so Deputy Gaston says, wow, is this man going to shoot me in my back? This is what he says in the interview um, because I could hear the anger in his voice. Now, the and this is all on video. They, they got the security guard on video following the deputy from the office, from the IRS office, all the way out into the elevator lobby and into the elevator with his gun aimed at the deputy. And again, I want to reiterate, this deputy was in full uniform. He was in full police uniform. Um, and here's, now, now here we are. An IRS employee called 911. Mm. And again, this is on tape. This was played during the interview. An IRS employee calls 911 for help. And they failed to mention that the person who was who came into the IRS office was a sheriff's deputy. What they said was this. Again, this is a direct quote from the person who calls 911. We have a taxpayer at the IRS office with uh, who has a gun and he will not leave the premises. That's what the IRS employee told the 911 dispatcher. He's wow. got a gun and he won't leave. 
the dispatcher asked, does he have it out? And they said, I don't really know because he's outside with the guard. Now, Gaston said that the guard would not let him leave. Um, and again, this is on the video. Gaston walks out the office into the elevator lobby, presses the button, gets in the elevator, and then the guard puts his foot in the door so it can't close. You know, when the doors hit the mm. hit something, it opens back up. Yeah. The guard says, no, you're not going anywhere. Then the police show up because they called 911. Toledo Police Department finally arrive. The police get there and they're confused. And they ask the security guard, you know he's a full-time deputy sheriff in full uniform. What are you like what are you doing? So it 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 all gets squared away and that security guard gets arrested and charged with aggravated menacing. And he's actually pleading not guilty. As surprising as all that whole story was that I just shared with everybody. He's actually pleading not guilty to aggravated menacing when he pulled a gun on a deputy sheriff in full uniform mm. and would not allow him to leave. Now, I just want to throw some, some some of these things out. Now, for those of you who who know, we've we've done a ton of shows on police brutality and different things like that and one of, but the the one that I actually want to highlight is the one about Muhammad Noor. If you all remember him, he was a police officer in Minnesota who shot a Caucasian woman. Um, who ran up to his car, and he was actually charged and convicted. One of the few cases that you found that reached national level where the officer was actually convicted, and for those of you who have forgotten, Officer Noor was a Somali-American, okay? Mm. Um, the reason that I mentioned that particular case is because in the interview, again, I encourage you all to go to Inside Edition just because they have an interview with Deputy Sheriff Gaston on here, is as a part of his interview, he actually says, and I quote, we're supposed to be on the same team. I don't feel like he did anything but ambush me. This is Deputy Gaston talking about this armed security guard. Mm -hmm. So Deputy Gaston thought they was on the same team. The security guard clearly did not think they were on the same team. The security guard is like, nah, homie, we ain't rocking on the same team. You about to catch the you about to catch these slugs is 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 the team that I'm rolling with. I'm with Team Slug. And so I actually felt sorrow. I actually felt very sad for Deputy Sheriff Gaston. Like a lot of people, mm -hmm. like a lot of you know, African American people who are probably in law enforcement. For all of the African American people who tote the All Lives Matter banner, they actually believe in this system wholeheartedly mm -hmm. because they still are shocked. Because he sounded like he was actually surprised. Like he sounded honestly surprised that this security guard would pull a weapon on him mm -hmm. um, in, in that IRS office. You know, now you ask the average person, they'd be like, why are you surprised? And I would say because he still believes wholeheartedly in the system, mm -hmm. like wholeheartedly in the judicial system, despite all the things that have gone on over the past however many years, you can go back to Jamestown. I mean, we can just go all the way back. Mm -hmm. He still he still has faith in this system. Um, and so that's where I felt sorrow. I actually felt sorrow for those people because when these types of things happen, they have no explanation for it because they put all their faith and trust in an unrighteous system. Um, and 
the fruits of that unrighteous system are security guards pulling their weapon and aiming it at an individual who happens to have black skin. Yeah. Actually, it's brown skin, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah. When he's in full uniform, when he's in full uniform, sheriff's deputy, you know, blase Skippy. That I just felt bad for that cat. Like I said, y'all can go check it out. Inside Edition, um, Deputy Sheriff Gaston in the IRS office. Look it up. I mean, it's a, it's a very, it's it, I don't like I didn't even feel angry. I felt very sad for that deputy sheriff. Yeah. All right. That's that that ends my monologue about <laughs> about Deputy Gaston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know when we see things like that uh, caught on tape. And we wonder well, what was this guy thinking uh, as far as the uh, as far as the uh, criminal that uh, was posing as a security guard. And, uh, you know, my view is that, again, um, spiritual, man. I don't know. Maybe the guy was demon possessed. Maybe we we'll watched a, a, um, a demonic presentation. And uh, I think many of us have experienced these things. It's just interesting to catch it, you know, this phenomenon on tape and uh, happening to a sheriff, uh, this form of uh, terrorism and uh, bullying. This is, uh, it's a past unfortunate. It is um, the way in which this, uh, you know, way in which our society uh, uh, goes. I I can't explain, (laughs) I can't explain why, you know, why something like that would happen outside of um, outside of it being demonic and uh, you know a form of um, persecution and oppression? Um, so that would be my response to that. I would hope that this police officer um, could begin to further understand those things, but based off of his quite politically respect quite politically correct responses, you know, um, I'm not quite sure he, he gets it, you know? Um, I think that to what we were discussing earlier that, uh, I, I think that he might very well, you know, be one of these people that believe that, you know, the system is fair and, uh, you know, like all laws are applied equally. Like, even if he, personally wants to do that himself obviously just based off that situation that is not that is not how the system works it's not how the system functions and it can't be too many people that are trying to make sure things go right because then you know his group that he's a part of would be out of work as you as you talked about exactly so now you know I mean, that's basically a stimulus package, <laughs> you know, because you got a guy that's completely going to go to prison. So now, now society or um, Toledo, Ohio, because that guy's going to go to go to jail for a long time, um, probably a couple years. Maybe, maybe, I mean, that's that's a long time to me. But I was uh, going to say, yeah, I mean, I shoot, you know, two days is a long time for me, and I'm not Bumpy Johnson. So, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, any anything more than just walking past that joint is, is too you long. You know what I'm saying? Me. I'm not Andy Dufresne, you know. So my point is, is that um, you know, uh, I, I think about I think about um, uh, the um, amendment, the Thirteenth Amendment, right? That makes reference to 
uh, all men being created equal, blah, blah, blah. I mean, we know that's earlier in the Bill of Rights, which is the first 10 amendments. But after that, they tries to retroactive, ret- retroactively put, um, you know, black people in there. Mm-hmm. And it talks about, oh, you know, nobody's freedom, more or less, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but, you know, nobody's freedom or everybody's inalienable rights will be respected except for in the violation of a law, something like that. Right, right, right. And, the, you know, that is the, that's a little fancy loophole right there to basically state that slavery still exists. And it does, ladies and gentlemen, it does right here in the United States. It's called prison. It absolutely 100% does. That is slavery. And, um, <clears throat> but it's beautified slavery because as citizens, we think these people deserved it, you know? And um, so it's great marketing. And uh, uh, so we just basically witness somebody violating a law so that now they can go into, you know, this other system. And that very few of us will care about what happens to this guy. I'm not saying that bad things shouldn't happen to the guy. I'm just saying we're just seeing how this society, you know, consumes people. So, yeah, I think but, people get the, you know, humming a humming a humming and have to try to explain their way out of these situations. Because you know what else I thought about when this thing went down? When you just start thinking about the judicial system and law enforcement mm-hmm. in general, mm-hmm. our our current president has gone on the record multiple times talking about how FBI and different law enforcement has colluded uh, against him. They conspired against him, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're to believe, right? We're, we're told to believe by he, him and his constituency that law enforcement because FBI is law enforcement, have conspired against him. They worked with another, you know, political campaign, another political party to, to you know, undermine his campaign and to, you know, get him locked up. Mm-hmm. Yet and still, African Americans throughout this country are paranoid when they say law enforcement conspires against them on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the great paradox of 2019. When the leader of this nation says, hey, I think law enforcement is conspiring against me. And people are like, yeah, 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 man. Comey, all of them. Yeah, it was, it was agents trying to get it, get it in. Okay, okay, bro. And then you have African Americans throughout this nation that says, yo, I think law enforcement is conspiring against a particular people group. Nah, nah, nah. Y- y'all tripping. Yeah, you hate cops. Yeah, y'all just hate yeah. cops. Stop, stop breaking yeah. the law. You shouldn't have been doing that. You see what I'm saying? That's the, that's the great paradox of law enforcement and the judicial system in 2019. When you have a, a, a individual who's in, now if this guy would have been off duty and had a, a hoodie on and some jeans, and some, I could actually understand why this security guard might be a little jumpy. I'd be like, you know what, I get it. Big dude coming in with you know hoodie on, some jeans, and got his strap. Talking about, yo, I'm a deputy. You know, you might be a, I might be a little jumpy. I can dig it. I'd be like, you know what, I don't know, man. Nah, bruh, put the gun down. Okay. But this guy to come in there in full uniform saying, yo, I'm on duty. I cannot take my firearm off. And then he just turns around and walks away and the guy follows him out, you know, with the gun at his back. I think, man, that's just, I don't know. It's a paradox. For all of my all lives matter people, I'm going to need for you to answer that question for me. Answer that question for me. How can law enforcement conspire against the president of this nation? but not conspire against people on a day-to-day basis, people who have no power, mm. people who are a part of the labor class, 
how can law enforcement not conspire against them but conspire against an individual who has the most power in the nation? That explain that to me for my all lives matter people. So that's our that's our diatribe for today, ladies and gentlemen. Um guns, you know, guns are not bad, people are bad. And and isn't that what they say? <laughs> Yeah, that's what they say. Uh, that's, what, that's what they say. Bible been saying that since antiquity, but we don't want to believe the Bible. So it is what it is. No, you don't want to believe the Bible. Yeah, we no. don't want to believe that. We want to believe in other things. Yeah, that's the that's the white man's religion. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, Christianity is the white man's religion. Go get the strap. Go get the strap. Anyway, this is our abbreviated show, folks. We don't, you know. We figured we'd just come and throw some nuggets for you to think about. You know, as we always do, we are equal opportunity employers. So if we pissed off some All Lives Matter people today, we do apologize. But that's just what we do because we want to get you to examine your particular perspective. You know, just to, as we come around third base here, you know, you might ask, what's the point of all of these shows sometimes pissing people off? The point of it is, and I actually heard somebody talking about um, Ben Shapiro, that uh, conservative pundit. But one thing that Ben Shapiro actually does that I can Uh-oh. appreciate, I don't Uh-oh. rock with Ben. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I, I don't rock with Ben. I'm joking. Mm-hmm. But I can he's appreciate a, a one thing. Too, yeah. yeah, one thing I can appreciate about Ben is when somebody in his camp is tripping, Ben will go on him. Like Ben, you know, Ben is an equal opportunity employee, including Trump. Like I've heard him say things about Trump, and I'm like, yo, he's going on Trump. What is going on? He's an equal opportunity employee. And I think just for those of us, particularly people who say that they're believers, like there, there can't be any camp that we rock with higher than the Lord. There can't be no camp that we rock with. Like I actually saw a a quote on on Twitter where someone said, um, well, someone typed. They didn't say. They typed that the Bible says to love your neighbor, not to love your country. I thought that was powerful, powerful statement. You know, so what that that means that I don't rock with nothing above my God. Like there's 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 no earthly institution that I rock with above my God, my God and Father. I think you know New Testament says God and Father of all. So we got to keep it. We let's let's keep it a hundo. All lives matter, people. We went on Black Lives Matter months ago. Y'all remember us going on BLM? Well, now for my All Lives Matter crowd, I'm gonna need for you to explain this to us because we equal opportunity employers. So. We do thank you guys for rocking with us. Again, this is a short abbreviated episode because we got a whole lot going on, but we did want to drop a little nugget for you this week. Um, And y'all know whether we're talking about mass shootings or potentially demon-possessed security guards. (laughs) We're going to keep God in the mix. So we do thank y'all for listening this week. Again, hit us up. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash divemedia1. Um, Go to the YouTube channel, Divinimus Media. The playlist is across the intersection. I promise to have some more episodes up very soon. It's just your boy only got 24 hours in one day. All right. Divemedia.co is the website. Divemedia.co. So for Ace Swish, this is AJ saying peace. Later. Let's get started, I won't cheat you Let me set apart who is my people The ones who set in their heart to be believers Press on to the mark to follow Jesus When it gets hard, they be seeking the leaders Fathers that help them heal when they are beaten Or help them see the meaning when they're grieving Don't follow their feelings that are being misleading 
again. They the ones that keeping it biblical. Keeping 100 when others saying it's fictional. A relational life, that is how it's scriptural. A stay in the light while cats be living typical. Integrity be chose, cause folks is hypocritical. Religious midwit, man, that is how they picture you. Wishing you would go the way of the extinction.